Not much. Another day in life. NFL football. You know, we're almost in time for Thanksgiving. And, you know, this is always the time of the holidays where, you know, it's we're at a thankful holiday. Then we're at one of the expensive holidays known as man. And, uh, you know, I, I, for one, and I know you'll feel the same way. I just want people to take the time and maybe this will be a different Christmas experience than past because malls and whatnot will not be, you know, with everyone against each other. So that's good. But everybody just should take the time, you know, whether it's once a week or, you know, you should do this every day. But especially during these times, I'd uh, be thankful for what you have. Be thankful that you can spend maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars on Christmas gifts. Be thankful that you can spend 80 to 100 plus dollars on Thanksgiving meals. Because not everyone's fortunate, you know. For some people, waiting minutes and minutes and minutes at a soup kitchen for some crappy turkey, a little gravy, you know, a little corn, a, a roll that may, may be a little old, you know, that's their Thanksgiving right there. They don't get seconds, you know, they're most likely dirty, they're not with their loved ones, so, you know, and, and also too... Be careful, look out for scams. Look out for people trying to be desperate. Because there's a lot of desperate people around in the holiday season. They try to take advantage of people. They try to rip people off. And probably more during this time. They'll they'll try. Whether it's overselling something. Or stealing packages. So, if you order from Amazon. Make sure, if you can't be there, make sure someone is. Because... If they leave it outside the door, there are people who take packages. So, just be smart, be thankful, and this could be a good time, but it could also be a bad time for a lot of people, too. I agree. I agree with everything you just said. I don't think there's anything else to add to that, so I'll just agree. Um, a lot of the football was, that was played today, and now we got ourselves... A virtual deadlock for mediocrity in the NFC League. With the Eagles lost and Washington and Dallas win, you got the Eagles at 3-6-1. and one. The Giants on a bye, 3-7. and seven. And same as the Cowboys and the Washington football team. Washington and Dallas play each other on Thanksgiving Thursday. And the Eagles play the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. And the Giants play the Bengals, but sadly, without Joe Burrow... Because Joe Burrow unfortunately suffered an ACL injury and he's going to be out for the rest of the year. And Joe Mixon, their top running back, was put on IR. So now it's going to be Ryan Finley against the Giants. And that's really unfortunate because I actually like Joey B. And it's really, I'm really upset. And I'm more upset for Commissioner Yaz because she really loves Joey B. And she was really bummed about it. So tough break for them. But it's, it's a... It's a weird competition for who's going to be first in the worst division in sports. It is bubble bubble bullshit, all right? 
the fact that Joe Burrow got hurt today, now the Giants are getting an automatic W next week. An automatic W. I'm not even I'm not even excited about the bet anymore. The Giants are gonna win. They're probably gonna win by thirty plus. If they don't win by thirty plus, if it's a close game, the Giants suck. But listen, unfortunately, you might as well just buy her the Bengals jersey right now. No, I mean the Giants jersey right now. That's what you might as well do. Just buy it for her. Send it to her. That's, you know, it's 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 wrapped up. It's locked up. The key is thrown away. No one can find the key. No, you know, um, you know, so unfortunately we're going to have to see a beautiful woman in an ugly, ugly jersey. And it's just horrible, horrible, horrible. It's not fair. What's going on in this world? Joe Burrow did not deserve this. It's bad enough. At at one point, Michael K said he, he was tied with the most amount of hits. That's how horrible all I'm telling you. He's going to die. He's going to die on the football field. At some point in his career. He's not going to die in a hood. He's, he's not going to die in a crowded supermarket with people trying to kill him. He's going to die on the football field. He's going to drop back to pass. And his own line's going to be like, I'm sorry, we tried, but we're, we're so weak. So that's what they have to do in, the, in this offseason. They have to buy offensive linemen. They have to draft offensive linemen. Or otherwise, Joe Burrow's going to get killed. And if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm looking to get my ass traded. Or I'm sitting until they get a better lineman. So if he goes into next year with the same bullshit lineman, He's going to get killed. Well, we'll see. Um, right now, the Raiders are beating the Chiefs 14-7. This looks like it's going to be a shootout. Um, Steelers are still undefeated. 10-0. They beat the Jaguars. The Jets came so close. They came so close to their first win. But they fell short. The tank is still on, baby. 0-10, and Jets have officially been eliminated from playoff contention. Shocker. And Frank Gore, after the post-game, he was up, I can't go 0-16. Um, if I'm the Jets, I'm going to release Frank Gore. Just let him go. Let him sign to a team that's contending. Let him sign to a contending team. He, he deserves it. I don't want Frank Gore to be, I don't want Frank Gore to have that on his resume. To be on a team that can't win. You don't deserve that. Elsewhere, the Titans again beat the Ravens and they won in overtime thanks to Oh Henry Derrick Henry, twenty-seven yard touchdown, beats the Ravens again in Baltimore. So they improved to seven and three. Colts with a win in overtime against the Packers. Broncos with the upset over the Dolphins twenty to thirteen. The Patriots, what a shocking loss to the Texans, 27-20. Really embarrassing, you know, that's really embarrassing. Oh, the, Panthers, <laughs> the Panthers shut out the Lions 20 to nothing. As I mentioned, the football team defeated the Bengals 20-9. Taysom Hill, his first, his first, actually as a quarterback, won 24-9 over the Falcons. And the Browns, they beat the Eagles 20-17. That is your 
Sunday night football. That was your Sunday recap. And you have the Rams and Buccaneers tomorrow for Monday night football. Wednesday, we're also going to have a guest, a rapper, an under, underground upcoming rapper, our, our boy Fago sent us his boy, it's his boy Storm, underground rapper. He knows he knows a lot about the rap game and talking all things sports. Make so, make yeah. sure you send me a clip of his music. No doubt. So, and before we have Trey on, um, let's talk about those Patriots. What a oh man, what a loss, man. Deshaun Watson really owned you. Um, you have anything to say about say anything to say, buddy? I think you're a schmuck. <laughs> and I think you're a schmuck. And I think you need to be hit. And I think you need to get stomped on. And I think you need to get punched. And I think you're a horrible human being. And all that and that. And yeah. What's wrong, buddy? Why are you so upset? Again, this is one of those times where I want you right in front of me so I can punch you in your face. I need to be able to punch you in your face. So we recently just had the NBA draft, and you know the Knicks. I mean, they got a good pick. They got someone that they probably didn't expect to get. Um, you know they got some talented players, but they're doing almost nothing as far as free agency concerns. And you know the Nets are the Nets, the best basketball team in New York. So, what do you think the Brook, the New York Knicks will do in this upcoming season with with a month away? I think that I, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I like I like the moves that are being made right now. I like it. I like I like that this man Leon Rose is not he's not he's finally we have a front office that's not playing chess. Finally. This man is out here with the chessboard out. He's making moves. I don't know if you just uh, recently saw the move about an hour or so ago. We flipped Ed Davis for Amari Spellman and another player, which I think that they could end up flipping them for more picks. So now we got three picks. In, we got three second-round picks going into 2023. You see what I'm saying? That's called checkers. That's called chess, not checkers. You see what I'm saying? And Leon Rose is playing the long game. He's playing the long game. He's thinking, you know, saying to build a team. And we just signed Austin Rivers, a point guard. A point guard. Finally. But, I mean, it's not what I wanted. It's not what I initially wanted. You know, initially, my, my pick was Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. I like it, but I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm after doing my homework on Emmanuel quickly, I like it. You see what I'm saying? So, so yeah. I think we just we just gotta give we just gotta give oh, this whole process is it's not gonna be the silly process. This is a little different because we're not gonna tank to get where we're going. We're just gonna flip people and flip picks to get where we're going. And I like the I like the direction right now. If you would have told me 
last week before this draft, we're going to end up with Emmanuel quickly. We're going to end up with Austin Rivers. We're going to end up with a boatload of second-round picks. We still got our first-round pick. Like, man, I'll be like, I'll sign up for that 10 ways from Sunday. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Finally, man. We got, and now I'm starting to see, and I'm down in Texas. I'm starting to see the tenor change, right? Now I'm starting to, now the same cat that was like, oh, man, the Knicks suck. They ain't never going to be good. Now they come at me like, yo, man, y'all might have a squad. Y'all might have a squad. I like them, so I'm just sitting back humble right now. I'm waiting for the moves to just play out, and I'm trusting in Rose right now. I'm trusting. I, he has my trust right now. I can do the trust fall in the Leon Rose's arms right now. I feel so good. What's actually great, Trey, about what the Knicks are doing is it's, called, it's flexibility. This is what we've been preaching. See, last year, the Knicks didn't really have a plan. They just kept signing everyone because you have to spend the money. This right. year, what they're doing is you're competing this year because you have a roster that can compete for a playoff spot. With this, and now that with this added 9 and 10 tournament style, the Knicks have a chance to get in the tournament and compete. Now the Knicks are playing in the short game or the long game, and people are saying, why 2023? What's so special about that? You know what's so special about 2023? High schoolers are now eligible for the draft in 2023. So now you're going to have that, and in 2021, you have Dallas' pick, and KP is not going to be playing for a while. Dallas might not be as good as they might be, so they could be in trouble. And now you're going to have 2021 draft, which is supposed to be a better draft. The free agency class in 2021 is supposed to be one of the best, one of the best ones in a while. So you got that. You got the draft. So the Knicks are playing the short game and the long game. Kind of think about it. The Knicks are taking the page out of Brooklyn. This is what the Brooklyn Nets did. Take on some bad contracts, get assets, get picks, build, have a foundation, and then players can say, oh, man, the Knicks are something. Because it's easy to blame James Dolan, Trey, right? It's, it's easy. It is so easy. It's James Dolan. James Dolan. Well, one thing about James Dolan that I do give him credit for, he will spend the money. The man's right. really there. As much as I hate him for his moves, not so much as a person. He knows how to open a checkbook. And as long as he's allowing Rose, and he remember, James Dolan called Leon Rose and asked him to run the team. So as long as James Dolan sits back, let Leon Rose and his people do his job, then you can see the, re- re- the benefits of what Leon Rose is doing. Because him and World Wide West, and while Perrin, these guys know players. So that's why the Knicks are making shrewd moves for not only the now, but for the future. That's a smart plan. And that's a plan I can get behind. Right. I think that, uh, you know, Thursday, it, we, we were shocked. I told the, the consular of New York sports, the great Larry Hardesty, I told him the other day, I said, you, you know, we're so, we, we've been so, we've been so, we've been hitting the nut so many times. <laughs> that we don't even know how to have something nice. So our initial yeah. reaction, I know mine was, when we, when we, when we drafted Obi Toppin, I was like, oh, man, what? You know, because that's, that's our reaction to every pick. You know what I mean? We are so beat the hell down when it comes to, when, when, it, when it comes to these picks and the front office being in there and people not doing the right things with drafting and not developing players correctly, not scouting players correctly, you know, we, we're, we were hit so hard with that that we don't know how to have nice stuff no more. And Leon Rose and William Worldwide West, they're going to help us realize that what's under that Christmas tree, 
It's going to be good, and you're going to want to play with it. And on the 25th, you're going to sit there, crisscross applesauce, and you're going to be like, yo, let's get it, because I want to play. I want to play with these toys. These are going to be good toys. These are not them beat-up toys that you get from Conway. You know what I'm saying? Nah, 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 They're building something. Now, one thing I will agree with Stephen A. Smith about, I will agree a lot of damn forwards in that, in that locker room. I know that's a lot. That's a lot. But also, that's a lot of fat that we can trim. So I'm not tripping on that, man. That, that, I'm, we're not married to all of them. You yeah. see what I'm and saying? We traded, but, and we just traded some, too. <laughs> yeah, that's you see what I'm saying? And, then, and, you know, and we're already letting people go. So there's going to be 12 people that, that are, that are going to get rings. You know what I'm saying? I mean wedding rings. Well, we're going to be married to 12 guys that's going to be sitting on that bench. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with that being said, I'm sitting back and I'm enjoying this because every time I pick my phone up, every time the alert, my alert goes off on my phone, it's something good. You know what I'm saying? It's something good. And I and we have, when is the last time that we in New York have had anything to say about any? I don't give a damn who you root for because all of them are bad. Yeah. So when's the last time that New York is, that's crazy. That's crazy. That you know what's, funny? what's funny? You know what's funny is that the Austin Rivers deal Two years of that deal is non-guaranteed. So basically, the next can come after one year. <laughs> it doesn't work out. You now, I, and I also said this on ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty. I also said this. I said, you know what? Shout out to the old regime. Shout out to last year's regime for not sticking us with a bunch of bad contracts. You see what I'm saying? The only thing that we really strapped yeah. with was uh, was was Spence Michael Randall. That's the only thing we was yeah. we was strapped with. Other than that, we we flexible. You know what I mean? And like I said, you know, they're, 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 we got some sneaky good athletes up in there. It's, a, it's looking like we got a pipeline in Kentucky with the uh, Nerlens no, no, no Noel signing. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it, man. He works hard. He, he's, a, he's, a, uh, he's a little suspect on defense, and, and, and his size kind of, eh, eh, you know, kind of, he's kind of a tweener. He's kind of in between in, in who he can defend. But an extra body is an extra body, and if it doesn't work, there's the door. Um, here's, here's a couple of stars for next year's free agents, um, but also most of these I don't think the Knicks would even get. LeBron, Kawhi, Blake Griffin, Paul George, Kyle Lowry, Paul Millsap, DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday, uh, Giannis, LaMarcus Aldridge, Old Depot. There's JJ Redick, there's Kelly Oubre, and Lonzo Ball, and RJ Barrett would be a free agent. He's not. He's not going anywhere. I told you. So out of out of those names, who would you want that you think the Knicks could potentially target? Potentially, I like uh, Oladipo getting getting a little longer with that injury coming back, and I think that he's going to be healthy. Um, uh, those, those first couple of names that you named, of course, Kawhi, you had, you had like, somebody like a Kawhi Leonard to your team. That's a, that's, that's change. That's a game changer. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know how realistic that would be at that time, but I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the Knicks going in that direction. A lot of the guys that you told me are a little, a little, uh, a little old. You know what I mean? And and yeah. at that time next year, you have to look and see where your team is. And I think that uh, I think we're going to be trending in a pretty upward direction if you look at the signings that we have and the players that we're bringing in. 
I think I think we'll be trending upward, man. I think we're gonna be pushing for that. You know, the way they're building this team now, I mean, we can be pushing for that seven, eight, like you said, with the tournament style playing things that they're gonna do. I can see the Knicks sliding in the, in the bottom in the bottom half of that uh, that playoff run. So I don't know I if. Yeah, I don't know if those guys, like, you know, of course, Giannis, Oladipo, of course, the King, you know what I'm saying? Those, those are, you know, those are, you know, they change, they change everything. But um, I think I, that, I don't, I, I don't know if Leon Rose and, and the brain trust over there at Madison Square Garden, I don't know if they'll be looking for those older guys like that, you know, to give them, you know, maybe, because like I talk, like I say all the time, man, I am tired of the Knicks being the destination for the last time you get a bag. Like, I'm sick of it. It's like there's a running joke with everybody. Like, yo, man, if you're about to retire, man, go to New York for the last two, three years. They'll, they'll give you the money. You know, and they ain't going to win. So you're chilling. Like, nah, I don't want that no more. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that really attracted me to Obi Toppin, man. He's sitting there, tears dripping down his face. And the first thing he said is because I'm, this is where I'm from. That's why it matters. You know what I mean? Boy, that, man, that put that shit. If you don't got chills, you're not a Knicks fan when he said that. Oh my you know what I'm God. saying? You're not a real Knicks fan. That, that, was a, that was very Absolutely. attractive. You know what I mean? That, that let me know that, that kid is going to that, that give everything he got. You know what I'm saying? And, and that might not be much, but we're going to squeeze every drop out of his ass. We're going to squeeze every See, drop, man, and I can't wait. See, Trey, um, me and Nick were doing the show, and I was mm-hmm. so hyped. And then I heard his interview, and as a longtime Knicks fan, it just, and I just turned 30 not that long ago, but just seeing, seeing that just made me feel so happy. I'm like, a guy that gets it. See, this is what being a New York Knicks is about. If that interview doesn't tell you what, then I'm telling you that Obi Toppin's going to be a star. Now, Kawhi, I don't think the Knicks are going to get him. Even I'm tired of like you know Knicks being used as as like leverage for people to just chill. Look at Tracy McGrady. Look at all the other older players like Steve Bradley Absolutely. and all the other Absolutely. players that were at the back end of their career that weren't on top. Now I, I don't I, I don't want that. Like if, if you're gonna yeah. the Knicks, you gotta be in your prime, ready to go. And I'm telling right. you, with Tom Thibodeau and Tom, Tom Thibodeau said a coin to Kendrick Perkins that he's learned that he can't push these players anymore because it's a new league. So what he's going to mm-hmm. do now is he will still be hard on practice, but he's not going to do to a point where they're going to push his players. That's why he right. hired um, Kenny Payne. That's why he hired Mike Woodson. That's why he's hiring a staff where it can relate to the players where he's not pushing them. And, if he's right. and remember, Tom Thibodeau is a New York guy. Absolutely, top is New York guy. There's something about being having blood in the ground in New York that makes the job so different than anyone else. Like you can get Popovich and all the other coaches, but just being in New York, having blood in the ground, having something substantial with the Knicks, that's a lot different. And that's why I think the Knicks can compete for that bottom half, that eight, nine, ten range, and that playing mm-hmm. tournament. I can see the Knicks in that tournament. If you see the Knicks competing and getting in there, then you can see people saying, hey, you know what? The Knicks might be a destination. They're building something. They got some players. And now people want to be, I want to go to that team. And then you're going to see the Knicks get back on top. It's a process. That's why the Knicks are playing the competitive game, being competitive now, and try to compete. They're not going to tank. They're going to compete. And then you're going to see them going for a long game and seeing, hey, you know what? Oh, this guy could be a potential stud. This guy, this guy, this guy. So, and the Knicks have assets. 
And plus, the Knicks are going to take all the bad contracts, but with a caveat. Bad contracts with draft picks. So if you're going to be paying your contracts to us, we want a draft pick compensation. Because that's what we want. Go ahead. Again, again, what what it boils down to is you're not dealing with Scott Layton anymore. You're not dealing, you know what I'm saying? We're not dealing, we're not dealing, you, you know, our front office, you ever see the movie Blazing Saddles? You ever see that movie? Yes, yes, I have, okay. I have, I so have. So, so, so our front office was looking like the, the mayor's, the, the governor's office. You know what I'm saying? With Mel Brooks in there with the paddle and the ball. For years, that's what we looked like, man. We were the, the running joke, man, you know? So more than anything, it, it, it is refreshing to see the functionality and the possibilities of what this team can be in a couple of years. Now, a couple of years don't seem don't seem too far away. Now, now we got a little bit of hope. Now, you know what I'm saying? Where we didn't have a week ago. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see the next moves made by Leon Rose, man. Because and then, like I said, when's the last time we said these things? You know what I'm saying? I'm intrigued to see moves by the Knicks in free agency. That doesn't even sound right. chance go on instagram to sports centers and instagram they got 
five kids who are young age, but the size of pro athletes. It's five pretty good videos. Basketball, one, one of, two of football, one of, and two of baseball. When, when, when you see the ages of these kids, but the size of, 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 of each five kids, you're going to be like, oh my God. Um, with, with Tom Thibodeau, right? He's a, he's the kind of coach that you want to win now with. You don't want to go too long with building. And that's the problem with today's athletes. They are very soft. If they don't get their ego stroke, their wusses, their trash, they can't do anything. They, they, they have to be carried. It's, it's, it's like that culture to where th- there was, there was total six guys carrying one guy and he's laying down eating cherries or something like that. You know, that's how soft these athletes are. So if that's, if that's what you're going to have and where you have to say, good job, Obi, good job. Way to go, pal. Let's go, Obi. Oh, it's okay, Obi. You'll do better next time. That's, that's a problem. So realistically, when do you think the New York Knicks can compete to go to the Eastern Conference Finals or the Finals? I think that they have it set up to where that 2023 season is going to be huge. If you look at how they're lining everything up, 2023 is is going to be the year that you make that. You should be making that next step. You know what I'm saying? I, I, me personally, I have my eye on the 2023 season more, more than any season in, the, in recent memory. And I'm talking about just off of last week. And the moves that they're making and the, and the, and the picks that they're going to acquire to be able to bring more talent in here and it can only make this a more attractive place and landing spot for for, uh, for future key, uh, free agents. I mean, you really we, – and I understand you don't have to be in New York anymore to go to go get a bag, and you don't have – you know, you do, there's other avenues and ventures and ways that you can get your money. Now, I understand that. But at the end of the day, man, the world runs through New York City. New York. I don't yeah. care who – it's not the – it's not the Texas Stock Exchange. It's not the Nebraska. It's the New York <laughs> Stock Exchange. You know, it's not. You know, it's not Donna Karen, California. <laughs> you know what I'm Last saying? Time I checked, Wall, Street, Wall Street was still in New York. Wall Street was still in New York. Thank you. So if you really want to get it, get it. You know where you got to go. You know what I'm saying? And so, also, to add on to your point, Trey, this is the season for the Knicks. Where if you look back. At even before when Rick Pitino got fired, the Knicks were still, they were good, but they still couldn't get over the hump because you still had, you know, Jordan and you still had, you know, you still had the bad boy Pistons at their run right. and the Celtics were still there. So the Knicks couldn't really do anything because those were the teams coming. You look at 2023, and the reason why I bring this, number one, Brooklyn's going to get a little bit younger, or get a little bit older because KD, Kyrie are going to be a little bit older in 2023. LeBron's not going to have a lot of gas up in that tank. I know he wants to keep playing because I know his son's going to come out in 2023, but he's not going to have a lot in that tank in 2023. Um, is that why he's older? I don't mean to cut you off. Is that Bronny's year, 2023? 20, Bron- yes, that's Bronny's year. Oh, Bronny and, okay. Bronny and um, Dwayne Wade's um, son. You know they ain't coming here, man. You know that. I know, but I'm just saying... I, I, 
I'm, hey, I'm going to tell you like this. Never say never, man, because, you know, maybe the prophecy wasn't supposed to be him. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Maybe the prophecy, yeah. they said a Skywalker was coming. They didn't say who. You know what I mean? You know LeBron's so, rigging I mean, that. I'm, Le- yeah, LeBron wants his kid with, with the Lakers. Where Wherever Bronny goes, LeBron is either going to be retired or he's going to wait to play with him. And, that, and, then, and then that's where he's going to look to own. I'm telling you. LeBron's gonna want his kid in Cleveland or 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 LA, man. There's a big problem theory. You know who? You know who's also on that Knicks staff? World Wide West. Do you know how deep World Wide West's connections is? His connections run deep. I don't think LeBron's gonna have a say in that. I think he could be right. I think he could be right. His he has a very long arm. Pause. He can he reaches out. His, I mean, he's at the in the AAU circuits right now. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, his he's name rings. Man. His, yeah, his name rings, man. And and for whatever reason, a lot of people trust him. A lot of people well, trust him. There's a reason so, why Leon Rose hired World Wide West. And not, remember, he has people. Right now, his people are in AAU circuits. His people are in college basketball. His people are on all these, like, those, those, those AAU tournaments and those high school tournaments that they are. Like, World Wide West knows connections. His connections are deep. So don't, so don't just assume that, okay, Bryant is not going to come. We don't know the future. Oh, but I think for the 2021 and 2022 season, I think he's going to see the Knicks competing. And then 2023, when everything is where it's supposed to be, then I think you're going to see the Knicks being where they're supposed to be. Also, too, Tom Thibodeau has something that Mike Miller and David Fisdell didn't have, job security. He has job security. So he has no problem playing rookies and vets because, yes, he's looking to win now, but he can also win with his with his rookies, too. So that's one thing that... That Thibodeau has that those two coaches don't have. When you have job security, that that's a little bit different when you when you're when you're fighting for your job. A little bit different. Yeah. What if the Knicks? Yeah, what yeah. what what if the Knicks have four straight losing seasons? How secure is his job going to be? Well, obviously, he has four straight losing seasons. He's going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, that is the when I that well, I can't even speak right now. That is the worst case scenario right there, man. We did not do all of this to go to win. No, we can't. No, that's that's over as of Thursday. Oh, well, what, what day was the draft? Wednesday, whatever, whatever. Hell Wednesday. Day Wednesday, Wednesday, all that losing, Wednesday. all that losing crap is over with. Yeah, that's done. Man, we we're yeah. done with that. No, 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 at some, no, no. At, at some mm. point, at some point, you can't just oh, let's tank, let's tank, let's tank. No, no. No, I can't even see. I can't even stop. see that anymore. The moves that are being made. This is not the moves of a tanking organization. No, all right, all right, all right. Let, let's just play this game. Let's just say the Knicks. How I know the Knicks are not tanking. One how I know the Knicks are not tanking. If the Knicks were tanking, the Knicks would have would have gotten rid of Julius Randle already. Would have like cut him. Would have gotten some like crap plays that you never heard of. Would have hired some nobody named coach, and Knicks would have had maybe ten wins. That's when you know the tank. Agreed. All right, let's just say the the Knicks have two losing seasons, okay? Is the third year of Thibodeau a a must-win for a job? A thousand percent, because the roster that they would have comprised by then is built to win. So, yeah, there's a failure to communicate. Mike Woodson, get the clipboard, and you will assume the duties. Again, yeah, yeah. 
you gotta go. Pretty much. You gotta go. Look what happened with, with D'Antoni. D'Antoni. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. got the job done, and Woodson came in. You have to understand, in the last 10 years of the Knicks, the best coach for the Knicks was Mike Woodson. 53 right. wins. 54 and 28. 54 and 28, man. You know what I'm saying? And if it wasn't for that boy, Hibbert block, the Knicks could have probably gotten to the conference finals. I thought we were so, going after the Shepherd dunk. I actually thought we were going to the conference. I thought we were going to the conference finals. I really thought we were Uncle, going to the conference finals. Uncle Spike was at that game when uh, Iman Shepherd got that foot back dunk. He said he had never heard the Garden that loud. And he was there for a championship. Another thing to add on is that, listen, what Brooklyn is doing is pretty cool and it's good for them. But when playoff basketball is in the Garden and when there is fans, assuming we're going to have fans, there is nothing, and I mean nothing, more electric than the garden in the postseason. <laughs> it's something special. Mm. I went to a playoff game. I went to the playoff game that the Knicks played against the Heat, and they won one game. And I went. It was Game Four. I was at that game. I never seen the garden that electric. I was like, oh my! I got chilled out my spoke. I mean, yeah, we lost the series, but. The electricity, the atmosphere. I'm telling you, the garden is different. When you play it's in different. the Mecca, it's different. It's different. I promise you, I've been to a lot of arenas around this world. It is different. Put it this way. I've been to some great playoff I'll, games. That's, it's been crazy. I'll put it to you like this. If we do the things that we're supposed to do, by the time this, you know, this crazy world gets back to how it used to be, we should be we should be stuffing that garden, man. You know what oh I'm saying? God. And I I'm gonna tell you another I'm gonna tell you another sneaky big pickup that uh, that the Knicks made in the last couple of days was this kid Miles Powell. Oh, oh yeah, Jesus, that, this kid is a baller. This kid is a baller, yo. He's a baller, and I don't and I mean we got him undrafted. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm interested to see what he's going to do, man. I know, I'm pretty sure he'll probably start out with uh, with the G League team. And an- another another player I want to, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what they're going to do with. What's up with Iggy Brasdakis, man? Let's go. Let's go. I think that kid will bring a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? And that's somebody I want to see. I want to see him. I do want to see Iggy. I think Brasdakis is another guy that can put the ball in the hole. Miles Powell, a guy. Like, when I saw him at CN Hall, this guy automatically. Shots against Kentucky, man. The one I mean, this kid is a baller. This kid got hard, and he's a local kid. He's from New Jersey. He's a local. He's kid. from Jersey. So the yeah, kid, yeah, yeah. He's from Trenton. So the kid, so the guy goes from Trenton. He plays goes to Seton Hall, and then he goes to play in New York. How about that? And here's that the fun fact about Obi Toppin. He was projected to go to the Cavs. How I knew the Knicks were going to get Obi when the Bulls drafted Patrick Williams. Well, yeah, Patrick That's Williams. That's what I knew. He was, the, like, he was the linchpin that helped us get him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, then, you, and then you saw shout out. I, I never thought I'd say shout out to the Bulls. Shout out to the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And also, big shout out to MJ. 
I want to give a thing to yeah. Gordon. Why? Yeah. Because we're signing Gordon Hayward to that ridiculous contract. Thank you. It, is, it just furthers, I furthers love you, his legacy as an executive, man. Furthers his inept legacy as an executive. He's absolutely horrendous. He could possibly be the best basketball player to ever play and the worst executive ever. Well, well, well. Look at Phil Jackson, right? The best coach of all time, the worst executive. Mm, worst executive. True. 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 But, but, but MJ, man, MJ, and MJ is possibly the worst, worst owner I've ever yeah. seen. Listen, yeah. MJ as a basketball player, he's the greatest basketball player of all time. I think we all agree. As an executive. Signing Gordon Hayward to that ridiculous contract? What? Then maybe that's why Gordon Hayward opted out because he knew there's going to be a sucker. And I'm just so glad it wasn't the Knicks. I am so oh, glad it wasn't the Knicks because I was praying like, please don't be the Knicks. That's how when you know and and, 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 and Trey, you know how I know this is a new day because the Knicks would have the old Knicks would have signed Gordon Hayward with that ridiculous contract. That's 100%. how I know it's a new day. hundred percent. That's how you know it's a new day. When it was down, when it was down to, uh, I think it was Atlanta and New York, and I got nervous, man. I said, because Atlanta's not going to pull the trigger. I said, I don't, I don't see that. I can see it, but I don't see it. You know, I don't see it. I can see, I can see it working out, but I don't see him doing it. And I said, man, please, please, Nick. And then I thought about it, and I was like, well, that's not a, that's not a, that's not a move that, you know, that, that, but you see the direction. You know, in only a couple of days, you see the direction. So it's like they're not going to do something stupid like that. So I kind of was okay, but I could definitely, I could definitely say with a, without any equivocation, if this was the old Nick regime, they would have did that move. They would have signed him. So what? They would have signed him. What do you think yeah. of the NBA not having an All Star Weekend this year? Um, I think that we're, we we got to get back to normal, man. So if it takes us, you know, taking that part of the, the season out and just playing, let's let you know, let let's just let's just do what we got to do to get back to normal. That that's what I say to it. You know what I'm saying? If that helps, if that helps with mitigation or whatever it helps with, let's do it. We'll get it I'm back cool with that. I'm, but we got yeah, I'm cool with that. We'll, 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 we'll get it back. We'll get that all of that man. It's gonna listen. It's gonna taste that much sweeter on the other side of this thing. You know what I mean? Responsible. They, they they thought it was so important to do a Halloween party. Right. I mean, even with even with Thanksgiving coming up, man, you know, and you know, the CDC has already issued a, a travel warnings and things like that to limit, you know, who you're with and things like you know. You got to be careful, man. And it's really easy at this time of year to let your guard down. I'm down here where it was like 75 degrees today, so it's real easy to say, man, you know, I'm man, ain't nobody. But, you know, I also sent food to uh, Army soldiers that are quarantined. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so it's always right there for you, man, and it keeps it right there in your face, and it lets you know that the thing is real, man. 
And we got to do the things that we're supposed to be doing, man. We got to listen to the doctors and the healthcare professionals and make sure that they have all the tools that they need so that we can get on the other side of the thing, man. So, you know, we can sit and we can sit and really talk about sports, man, and really enjoy it. And, you know what I'm saying, really talk about going to the Garden again and going to Yankee Stadium and going to City Field, you know what I'm saying, and then and going and enjoying it the way we used to, man, sit down with some Nathan's, man, and, and a beer, man, and really enjoy it, bro. I mean, we after, after all that we've gone through, we're going to need it. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a, a welcome. It's gonna be a welcome, man. I'm um, picture this track. Picture this. We're on the other side of this. The 2000, you know, let's just say 2021-22 season comes. You hear, you know, like at least 15,000 people at the Garden rooting for the Knicks and seeing the direction the Knicks are going. How could you not be happy about that? I think exactly. that could be much sweeter. That's gonna be sweeter. Now I want. I want to switch over to football and let's talk about this. Okay. Our Giants, we're still in this NFC East race. You got three, you got all four teams with three wins. So ultimately, who's going to win that division? You know, I think it's going to be the team that is going to be, it could be a high school team at this point, man. This is the most laughable division I've ever seen. I've been watching football for 40 years, man, just like Don LeGreco always says. And it's funny. Yeah. This is funny to watch. This is really funny to watch. But, I will say this, out of all the teams in the division, the Giants seem to be playing the best football right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of those guys, man. They've, they've adapted to a new coach. They've adapted to a new system, a new way of thinking. And it's, and it's, and it's great to watch, man, because, you know, at the beginning of the year, they were horrible. But I look at the, I look at the, I look at the little, the truncated little, or not even the truncated uh, preseason. It was no preseason. So if you take those four games and you say, okay, well, the first four games that the Giants played was more like, more, more like preseason games, getting ready games. They, they, they progressed every game this season. They've gotten better. Every game you see a little bit better. Even in losses, you know what I mean? You still see them playing hard. They, they played the Steelers hard. You know what I'm saying? They played the Rams hard. I mean, well, for the first half anyway. But, I mean, you know, I, I like the direction, man. And, again, Joe Judge has implemented the system, and everybody's buying it so far. I haven't heard anybody, you know, bucking the system or, you know, being a problem. He's doing his thing, and they're eating, and they're, and they're buying in, man. And I and I totally agree with getting rid of Mark Colombo. I totally agree with that. You're not you're not gonna come in here undermining me, bro. You're not you're not no, that's you're not, not man. Because yeah, all know crap. Yeah, crap rolls downhill, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you're not gonna and you're not I'm, you're not gonna make me feel like I'm not the head coach. You know what I mean? I'm the head coach, so it falls on me when, when the team fails. You know. And that's what being a head coach is about. It's not just about I'm expert in one thing and that's it. When you're the head coach, you're supposed to be a leader of men. And that's what Joe Judge is being, leader of men. When Columbo was the offensive line, the Giants' offensive line was terrible. Andrew Thomas looked like he was going to be a bust. But then you saw Joe Judge work with the offensive line for the last few weeks, and you saw the Giants getting wins. You see Daniel Jones getting a clean pocket. You're seeing the running game actually producing. You're, You're seeing what the Giants' offense can actually be when you give them time. So, and now you have, now you bring back Goose, who was on the Giants staff, who got their Super Bowl championship in 07, and was part of the Patriots staff in 2014. You're basically saying you're installing the same principle. That's what you're really doing. And now you can, now you have a chance, you have a winnable game against Cincinnati, and then, you know, you got some tough opponents. I mean, the Seahawks are not easy, Baltimore's not easy, Arizona's not easy. There are some games that are not gimme, but the Giants play well and maybe win one of those games that you're not supposed to win. I think the Giants could 
probably win this division as long as they keep improving, keep playing well, don't beat them, don't don't turn the ball over. As, and you notice, the last game, Daniel Jones has not turned the ball over. And when you don't turn the ball over, you win. And if you, don't, if you keep doing that, then you can see the Giants actually, you know, going to the playoffs is actually something good for the Giants team because, number one, the team is young. And you give them playoff experience. Now, they're not going to go win the Super Bowl and make this run. That's not going to happen. But you give them a playoff experience, then you're seeing the Giants actually grow because the Giants can learn. And then you can see free agents look at the Giants and say, now that's the team I want to play for because the Giants swear by Joe Judge. Look at Logan Ryan. He swears by Joe Judge. His wife nearly died. And one of the Giants trainers got Logan Ryan's wife to the hospital. I heard about that story. So that's something in Joe and Joe Judge told Logan Ryan, listen, if you need to take off the future family, you do that. But he said no. And that's what, look, players remember that. And Joe Judge has gotten his players to buy in. And that's what you need. You're not like Mike McCarthy and you're just winning it and you're winning by talent, like what they did today against the Vikings. They won purely right. because of talent. Or like right. the Eagles were. That's a hot mess right now. The Eagles are a hot mess. And the football team won because of the quarterback, because they, because the quarterback they have for the, for the Bengals out for the year. So basically, the Giants are playing the best football in the division. So if you're playing your best football this late in the year, how can you not play the Giants? I agree with you. I think that, um, you know, when initially when he came in, a lot of people were like, oh, nah, man, he's a hard ass. and You're not going to get grown men to buy into that. Well, so far it's worked. So whatever, whatever kind of Kool-Aid he put into that big jug, he stirred it up, he served it up, and they're drinking it. And the, the biggest thing about any regime change is, are we going to buy in and do we believe you? You know what I mean? And they, it looks like they believe them. You know? And, and along with that, you know, winning, winning does help. Winning is the best cologne ever, man. You know what I'm saying? They sell it at Macy's. It's just the best cologne ever. So as long as they keep doing that and keep, keep things close in games that they shouldn't win, like the Seattle game, just go play. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't expect you to beat Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, the defense is suspect, so I don't know. You know, anything could happen. But, you know, with that being said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm all in with Joe Judge, man. You know, I was one of the same. I was one of the skeptics. I was like, man, this is not going to work, man. These are grown men. I said, I said you're going to get Saquon and Daniel Jones because, they, you know, they, they're, they're respectful. But some of those other guys, yeah. man, he might, not, he, might, he might not get them to buy in, man. You know what I'm saying? It might be tough for some of them, but... I was pleasantly surprised, man, and and it's in the manner that he's doing it. You know, he's doing it like he's a disciplinarian, but at the same time, man, you can see that he has like that little that little bit of like a player's coach too, because he's always sticking up for his players. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can respect that as a coach, man. So he's he's doing his thing, man. And I, I, man, I think the Giants are going to be really good next year. The They're one be really good next year. The one bad thing with them potentially making the playoffs this year is. You can only go down from there because this was a year where if if the Giants finish zero and sixteen, if the Giants finish two and fourteen, three and thirteen, cool. First year head coach, your your star player gets hurt, cool. But now if they possibly win six or seven games, win the division, even if they lose in the division again, that that part don't matter, right? Now. Yeah. If if you fast forward to next year and you digress, that's a problem. 
I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that next year, and then like I, I you know, when, when you do things like they're doing this year, expectations become, they, they become there. You know what I'm saying? They become prominent. And it's going to be, it's going to be up on that, on that, on that giant, on the, everybody on that Giants team, man. Especially uh, cats coming off of uh, injuries and stuff like that. Saquon Barkley, you know, and, and guys coming on uh, up in the contract years, man, like Darius Slate and guys like that, man. You guys are going to have to ball out next year, man, because there's going to be no excuses. Because I don't think that you're going to have a, a, a year like this year again where you have, you know, everybody historically bad in the division. I don't think that's going to happen next year. So, oh, no, especially you know, with that, especially with that coming yeah, back. No. Yeah, one take advantage, one take advantage of a weak division. You know, I was I was speaking to a friend of mine uh, earlier this week about that, and I said, you know, whether you like it or not, man, you know, if the Giants win the division, they got a they got a playoff game. You don't have to like it. That's the rules. <laughs> that's they also have a home playoff game. And they have a home playoff right. game too. Right. Home playoff. And, right. And as you and and, and, as, and as all of us know, man, you know. A lot of the time, especially when when it comes down to, to January football, it's not who the best team is; it's who's playing the best at that time. You got to go on when you go on those mag the '07 run, magical run. You know what I'm saying? We it was magical. We, we we had things fall our way. You know, playing Dallas twice. You know, uh, Tampa wasn't even really a was a big thing. Eli just went there and carved them up. You know, after a lot of talk from Rondé Barber that week too. So I mean. I, you know, the Giants are going to be fine, man. I think that what they really got a key on is uh, getting that that getting Andrew Thomas right because he's not right. He's still not right, but I, I he ain't Eric Flowers. He's playing better. You he's know playing what I'm saying? Better. Yeah, he's playing, playing better a lot better the last month of the season. But he's not 100 percent where you want him. But that's okay. He's a rookie, and he's not he's not Makai Beckton. He's not that big. You know what I mean? He's a big man, but he's not that big. You know what I'm saying? That dude right there at left tackle for the Jets is a damn dump truck. He's gonna oh hurt my God, that, that guy, that guy. He's going to hurt really me for a long time. Guy. Yeah, for a long time. Yep. That is but that guy's a big man. Yes, he is. And he should not be able to move that quick. He should not be able to move that quick. But, um, you know, like the, the, the Giants are going to be fine. They're going to fortify that offensive line. Um, The skill position players, that, that I, I, I don't think there's a place for them. They need to Is a recipe for success. It is successful. 
definitely. I agree with you. Now, Nick mentioned about the Giants and competing for the postseason. And getting in the coming from, you know, don't want to, you know, draft taking tough and I get that on the block. I feel like if you're in this, if you're in this in the season with division is within reach, why not go for it? I, why not go for it? Like, I, you're, you're a New York fan, but especially, you know, with the Giants being a team that can compete because the Jets are going nowhere fast. They're a dumpster right. fire, waiting, right. to get, waiting to get, like, exploded. But the Giants have a chance to do something special and make the postseason. Like, what do you think that will mean to the rest of us Giants fans to actually, even though it's a terrible division, but albeit make the postseason? I think that, you know, we love we love any type of winning. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and so, I was, you know, last year, that game against uh, Washington, right? Well, we could have ended up with Chase Young and then we won the game and, you know, Daniel Jones goes off and it was a ridiculous game. Stat line was crazy. And um, I remember Don LeGregor saying, well, we needed to win that. And I was like, nah, we really didn't. <laughs> like, nah, we really didn't. Um... I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun because it's such an unpredictable year, man. You know what I mean? So if that's if if that's in the cards for us to get to the playoffs, man, yeah, that, I don't think they're gonna lay down because they're not they're not out there tanking. They're definitely hard as hell right now. So I, I think that everybody, all the Giant fans that you know don't want them to make it or just say, oh nah, you know they're just a bad team in a bad division. Yeah, that's that's fine. I, I agree with that. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's not true. But what I'm saying is if you have a chance to, like you said, do something special, go do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys are getting hot at the right time. You know, end of November, going into Christmas, you want to get, you want to start getting hot. You want you want to start getting people healthy and hot and make a run, you know, and then you secure that playoff spot so that you can be playing that wild card game at home. Like you said, at home. It may not, it may, other people may not like it, but that's not up to you. It's the rules. We want a division. So get out of here. I don't care if you don't like it. It's, 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 you know that's you know that's semantics at that point. I don't give a damn if you don't like it. We're going to the playoffs, and then we have a chance to do something special. Because once you go to the playoffs, everybody's record is zero and zero. But you got to make sure that you're playing at the same level that you were playing at to get there. Don't get there. Don't don't get to the playoff game and then be the same zero and five Giants or wherever the hell we were. Every, you know, every year for the last five seasons. Don't do that. Keep playing well. And you'll be rewarded for that on the other side, man. So I'm, I, I say go for it, man. You know what I'm saying? This team is playing too well not to. If they were just an up-and-down team playing really bad going into Thanksgiving week and playing, you know, playing just, just playing not as fine football and they still were up for the division, I'd be like, nah. But with this defense playing the way they're playing, with, with the offense starting to click a little bit, the offensive line is playing better, go for it, man. You're right there. Why not? All right, so a couple of free agents – Next year, you got Von Miller, you got A.J. Green, you got Matthew Don, you got Shaq Barrett, Joe Tooney, you got Trent Williams, you got Russell Kuhn, Ty Hilton, Clowney, Fitzgerald, although I don't think he's going to leave. You got Yannick Ngwakwe, and uh, you got Gronk, you got Kenyon Drake. So, out of those names, who do you who would you like from the Giants? I would, you know, I want. I was a fan of Ndakwe this year coming, but you know, for whatever reason, you know that deal that that trigger wasn't pulled. 
So that's fine, but I, I like him. He's still young. I think we got to go pass rush. You know what I mean? Um, it's been a while. You know what I'm saying? Since we since we were really getting after the quarterback. And being a you know anybody that's a Giant fan, you know that that's a staple. You know what I'm saying? With the Giants is a pass rush. It's always been a, the, our calling card. Always been what we're about. You know what I'm saying? It's always been about that ferocious pass rush, that that defensive front, those linebackers. You know, we, and, and and we're starting to see glimpses of that. You know what I'm saying? I thought that I was real critical of the Blake Martinez signing. I was like, man, if this dude is just another Kiko Alonso and he's just making a lot of tackles and they don't mean anything, I'm gonna be pissed off. But he's shown that he's a leader on that defense, and I like that. So you know, with that kid Fackle, Fackle, he plays hard, man. He plays hard as hell, man. I like, I like that. You always gotta have one of them crazy dudes that plays really hard. I like that. Um, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. You always gotta have one of those dudes that just plays with his head like his hair's on fire. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Um, I tell you who I don't want. I laugh every time I hear his name brought up in free agency. It's AJ AJ Green. <laughs> Buddy, he's a he's a good. Thank he's you, He, uh, he had just caught his first touchdown miss. today in like two no, or three years. He's gonna miss, yeah, he's gonna miss like four games a year, bro. Do you really want to pay somebody for that? When you can groom yeah. a, a rookie, man, you can go find somebody from Western Michigan. To, you know that was a just you know a reception receiver, man. We not, I'm good. AJ Green ain't getting no money from me. No, no, no. Mm-mm. And I heard Joe Tooney too. You know, when a Patriot comes up to be a free agent or you hear him in trade talks, that means he's no good anymore. You know what I'm saying? If you get the free agency with the with the with the Patriots, it's like they don't do that. They they take their players off to stay. So there's only one Patriot player that was good in trade to Chandler Jones, so continue. Back. No, back. That's big back. So I, I, when they get the free agency Belichick knows something. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to that. So if Joe, if they don't get, do something to deal with Joe Tooney in the offseason, I'm like, yeah, no. There's a reason. You know what I'm saying? And we've been bit by the Patriots free agent bug already. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like going down that aisle again. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm good. You know what I mean? So with that being said, man, there's, there's some free agents in there I wouldn't mind taking a little turn at. But, you know, I like that. I like I, I hate to say it, man, but Dave Gettleman, you know, the, the moves haven't been that bad. You know what I'm saying? They, they haven't all clicked. Bradbury was good. That was a good signing. Uh, like there were other... Yeah, man, he's having a career year. What about Alex year. Mack? He's a center. He'll also be a free agent, too. We need a steady center. We, we don't have an anchor in the middle. We have McKee. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he's playing better. Like I said, this winning on this winning streak that they've been on is predicated up front on both on both sides of the ball. Up front, now, playing back. here's a big question: Leonard Williams, what do you do with him? He's made it so you're gonna have to give him some money. He's made it so you're gonna have to give him some money.
got to give Patrick Graham all the credit in the world. It's coaching. This is where it's coaching, coaching matters. matters. It's coaching. Absolutely. This is where coaching matters. If, if you don't have a guy that can literally beat his one-on-one every single game, you have to scheme your way. Like, if you gave Patrick Graham, the Washington football team's defensive front seven, you know how many times the Giants would, would, would be winning games? Just right. on their defense alone. Just on their defense mm-hmm. alone. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's scheme. It's all about scheme. And, like, Giants are finding multiple ways, whether it's Leonard Williams or B.J. Hill or Dexter Lawrence. Like, they, they're finding ways. They even tend to throw Peppers and Logan. Logan like, the Giants send ways to get to the quarterback. And they've been pretty well. And now the Giants need a second corner because now what teams are doing is they're throwing to Bradbury they're going to throw to the other side. That is a big problem. So they need another, another, another corner to complement Bradbury. That is a big problem the Giants are going to have to address. They do need to support by offensive line, and they need playmakers. They need guys that can make plays. So when Jones gets rid of the ball, instead of turning the ball over, you can actually have guys this way. You have playmakers on the opposite side where this way his turnovers are less and less. You're going to have Barkley coming back next year, and Barkley, this is going to be a proving year because you can't give Barkley that big contract because he just, uh, he, you know, he tore his ACL. So Barkley is going to have to keep himself. And this leads me to a big question. I've been asking Giants fans. Hold on, hold on. Um, the, the, the Browns are going to put Odell, are going to trade Odell Beckham Jr. Do you want a reunion with Odell Beckham Jr.? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. I'm good. Now, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say that in jest. If the price is right. But he didn't want to be here before. You know? That you know, that's one of the things that always that, that, that sticks in my craw, man. I don't like, I, you know, I don't like when you say you don't you don't like my city. I don't like when you say you don't want to be in New York. You know, you sit there with Josina Anderson and Lil Wayne, and you make an ass of yourself on national television, and you know, you 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 know, you you throw your quarterback under the bus. You know, you 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 do all of those things, man. And it's you know, a reunion would be tough for me, man, because I don't like to live in my rearview mirror like that. I like to just go forward. You know what I'm saying? There's other, you know, he's coming off of, uh, he's damaged goods now. You know what I mean? He's coming off of an ACL, man. And, and you know, I know he's going to work hard and the Instagram videos are going to be epic. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, yes, I'm back. I'm oh, better yeah. than ever and all that. You know he'll make epic, a documentary. You know, yeah. you know it. Of course, of course, man. You know, that's what, they, that's what they're supposed to do. Um, But a reunion? Nah. Nah, a reunion. Maybe he could go across the hall over there to, to Florham Park. <laughs> I can actually see that. I can actually see you know Hell I, no. I can definitely, I can definitely, I can definitely see it, man. Just for the, the wild factor of it, man. You got to yeah, have, have, to control Odell, you got to have a strong presence in that room. Like, 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 a, a Brady can handle Odell. You know, you got to have someone strong like that. You can't be having no one weak. Right, there was no, there was no strength in that giant locker room to really handle Odell. There's no strength in that Browns yeah, locker room to really handle Odell. Tom, so that's Tom, what he needs. I'll put you this way. I'll put you this way. Tom Coughlin, if he wasn't fighting for his job and he had job security, I promise you he would have straightened out Odell Beckham Jr. After that, of incident. course, of course. After after the uh, the Norman game, yeah, it would have been straightened out. Yeah, yeah. He, I agree. He would have straightened out agree. immediately. If he, had too busy, if he was too busy fighting for his damn job. 
He was too busy proposing yeah, to the nuts, I, man. That's what he was doing. No, that was yeah, that, that was He was proposing no, was, the nets, he was he was doing some dog stuff, he was that was McAdoo. That was McAdoo. That wasn't Tom Coughlin that was doing McAdoo. It don't matter. It was still Odell. It was still Odell. I understand what you're going, but this is my original point. If you had Tom Coughlin handled Odell Beckham Jr. and he had job security, then the Nets, the dog thing, and all that other antics wouldn't happen. You see what I mean? Those things would that's why he needs to be in a place where his antics don't cut it. A team like New England, a team like um, Tampa, because they're going to lose Chris Dahmer in the free agency. Um, uh, uh, any, any team... Nah, they'll keep him, bro. They're, they're not going to lose anybody. No, 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 bro. What I'm saying, no, they're, 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 they're going to move on to Scott. They're moving on to Scott. But um, what I'm saying yeah. is that you need... You need a guy with presence, because I'm telling you, a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., as tantric as he is, he needs to be in a locker room where there's structure. Like, they know that, I right, this is how we do things here. That's what and I just said. Before, that shit don't fly. That doesn't fly. <laughs> right? So, right? that's where he's going to have to be. And I just, I don't want to read the with him. Continue. Yeah, I'm I'm good on a, a reunion, man. I'm I'm good. You got we got to be by, by that time, man. We got to be thinking about you know. Hope, hopefully, our wide receiver deal is taken care of by then, man. I don't, you know, I don't. I hope we're not bereft of talent at that point, man, because that's what that means. If we're thinking about having a reunion with him, that means things didn't work out. That's why. That's why they should have kept losing. Get a good draft pick, but no, you gotta win games. That's 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 the problem where they're at now. Now it it does no good. It does no good to lose the rest of the season. You have to win it now. But but you were at a point where you would have had a top three, top two pick. But no, you wanted to win games. So that's where their fault. Now if they if they can't get a if they can't get a good wide receiver in the draft. You, you blame the Giants for needing to win this year. This year, again, this year was our opportunity where if they go 2-14, and 14, no one cares. If they go 1-15, and 15, no one cares. That's true, too. Um, I mean, it, I, I don't want to call it a catch-22, man. I say if we can get there, we can get there. Just, just keep playing good football. That's what I say. Just keep playing good football, man. We got to keep building. We can't, you know, that, that losing crap is over with, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to we gotta keep winning now. You know what I'm saying? We, and we got to start building that, you know, that, that you know, air quotes, that culture. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's time to really, really, really plug in, man. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, this is the time. This is the time when your, your metal's going to be tested, man. It's, 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 uh, it's cold outside. The elements. You know, <laughs> can you handle it? You know what I mean? Can you handle it? You know what I'm saying? And we're dealing with COVID. You see what I'm saying? So it's like there's a lot of things, man, that are going to make, you know, that are going to be like team building, for, for, especially for this team. You know what I'm saying? They have way more direction here than the Jets do. So, And I don't mean that as a shade to the Jets. They're just in another place. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the Jets know, are a literal dumpster fire. They yeah, are a literal dumpster fire. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And it's good to see that. It's good to see functionality, man. You know what I'm saying? It's good to see that you have you have a good head coach that has values and morals and he's not going to fall for the okie 
ain't falling for the banana in the tailpipe. He's hard-nosed, and it works. And that's rare in this day and age. So for him to have that working, and I don't think he's the coach of the year, but Joe Judge, he's definitely got to get a, a first-place vote, however they do it, for coach of the year, man. He's doing a hell of a job with those guys, man. Hell of a job. 2022, a couple of wide receivers. There's a uh, – oh, I have the name. There's Alshon Jeffrey. There's Devontae Adams. There's Emmanuel Sanders. So there's Tyler Lockett, Robbie Anderson, Deshaun Jackson, Jameson Crowder. John Brown, so not a lot of talent. There's that Gertz, though. You know, if if, if, if right. the Eagles don't choose to keep him, you know, you can try to get that. Man, I don't know. That sounds like I don't even know if that was like free agency or a whole folks home, man. Like, dear <laughs> God. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were going to be like Al Toon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, oh man! Well, that's all. That's also the Stephon Gilmore draft class too. So if if if, if you want to get Stephon Gilmore, you know you could do that too. I mean, a little old, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, we. I'm just, you know, I'm just not with. You know, it's like to me, that's like going to buy like a '98 Saturn. Why? Why the? Why the hell did I buy this '98 Saturn? You know what I'm saying? It's just because you just did it because it was there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Now I don't want a 98 Saturn. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stick with this 2020, man. I don't give a damn if it's a 2020 Prius. I'm going to stick with the 2020 Prius over the, over the 98 Saturn. Man. So those are nice names and they're nice football players and everything. I think the only one that sounds a little intriguing, man, is Robbie. Because right before our eyes, man, Robbie's having a career year down in North Carolina. He's having a career year, man. So you know, I don't know. That would be the only one that I that, that you said that I that I heard and I, that I uh, okay maybe. But that's it. Yeah, just Robbie. And uh, now we'll do James. James, are you there? Can you hear me? Can yeah. Hear me? N- n- now, now I can. Yeah. I said this receiving draft class in 2021 is actually pretty good. So, mm-hmm. so, so the Giants can actually get some receivers in this draft too. So, don't, mm-hmm. so, just, so I, I, I don't want you to think that like the free agency is the only. But it depends where they're going to pick, though. You can, you can draft receiver in the first round. The last receiver the Giants drafted in the first round was, Od- was ironically enough, Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there are some good receivers. I'm, I'm not really big on uh, on the first round receivers. That's just, uh, that's just me, just my personal taste. I'm not saying that's the way they're gonna go. I, I I think you can find a playmaker, man. I think you can find a playmaker. You just gotta do, like you said, scouting. Do your damn job. You know what I'm saying? You need to be at Central Florida or wherever the hell that great receiver, that next great receiver is. You know what I'm saying? Darius he play, was a fifth-round draft pick. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's good. That's a product of good scouting. You know what I mean? So, with that being said, find the, the scouting department, find the damn playmaker. It's up to you. You know, so I think if they do that, they'll be fine. I, I'm not big on the, the high-round, you know, 
those, those, those superstar guys, that's fine if you want to go that route. But I think that, that much, those picks can be spent fortifying the, the, the lines, man, because that's what Super Bowls are won, man. It's on the defensive line and the offensive line, man. So if we got if we get those straight, man, and put the playmakers around around those guys to make those other to make to make Daniel Jones' job easier, to make Saquon's job easier, then I, the Giants are going in the right direction, man. They definitely turn it up. All right, we talk basketball, we talk football. Now we're gonna end this with the Yankees. You know, they had a crappy, crappy playoff series against the Rays. They made a stupid game two decision. They wasted all of our time. And, you know, who knows what the hell they're going to do with free agency. Who knows if they're going to let LeMay walk. What what do the Yankees have to do to start competing again, man? Because they, they have too many... Too many losing playoff years these past couple of years. Well, remember in 2017, everybody was like, "Oh man, this is their 95." Like this was this was their, you know like when the Yankees lost to the Mariners, and you know it was, we'll get them next year, and we got them next year, right? We, we, we took care of business in '96. So this team. I think that this team coming into this season is going to be the one under the most scrutiny. And I don't mean from the outside world and all of that. I mean from inside that locker room, inside Brian Cashman's office, inside uh, Hal Steinberg's office. Like, this, this is the make. If, if, if last year, this, you know, this truncated season that we had this year wasn't the, you know, the make or break year, this season, this, man, Aaron Boone can't go out there and win another 100 games and not win the World Series, man. He can't do that. He's got to win the World Series this year. You know, this is it. You know? And, you know, it's going to be all the talk, man, coming, especially if they have a proper uh, uh, spring training and they're able to, you know, get down and do the things that they're supposed to do and everybody comes back healthy and, you know, savvy and everybody is, you know, you know, looking good and projected to come back at a certain time. And, you know, we start to know those dates and everything. We start to put those on our calendar. Yeah, man, it's going to change. This team got to win, man. Yeah, come on, man. The Rays pretty much gave you a walk-off, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, that, and, and it's the dude, and the dude that delivered the blow is the dude who Chapman threw at, man, earlier and had that beef with. You know? Yeah. And that, dude got, that dude got his revenge, man. He got everything he wanted this year. Everything. In the Brasso household, 2020, not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus the 2017 you know Yankees. Not so bad. Plus, plus the 2017 Yankees are this year's Giants coming into right. a season with no expectations. The Yankees could have had the Yankees could have had 75 wins that year. No one would have cared. But what happened? Yeah. They surpassed expectations. Get everybody hopes up, and they've. They they've been good in the regular season, but they sucked when it matters. So people gotta be careful with 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 what what's going on. Make a break here for the Yankees. They gotta win the World Series, man. That's that's, that's it. I, I, and I don't think I, I can't remember the last time I said that. You know what I'm saying? I think I remember the last time I put that pressure. You know what I'm saying? But they, they gotta win the World Series. Bottom line, they gotta win the World Series. Right, I'm, 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 I'm going to make the biggest hot take. 
if the Yankees don't win the World Series, not only does Boone have to go, Cashman's got to go too. How many times are you going to build a team and not and not deliver? I'm sorry. If if Yankees do not win the World Series, I'm sorry. You have to you have to win the World Series. You have to win the World Series. And if you don't win the World Series, Boone and Cashman's got to go. That's just how it is. You can't. I think. You know, I think the mandate is going to be coming down from, from, from up high. You know, I think that, I don't know if you heard the interview after the series was over with the Rays when Hal Steinbrenner went on the Michael K show. Of course we did. Uh, I mean, that, that man didn't sound like he was playing games. That man no. sounds like, yeah, that man is in a results-oriented business. Yeah, and his last yeah. name is Steinbrenner, man. You know what I'm saying? So he winning a hundred games is cute. Yeah, winning a hundred games is cute. You know what I mean? Going on these deep runs is cute. But we'll save the stat stuffing for people like Dan Marino, man, and Philip Rivers, man. We don't stuff stats here. You know what I'm saying? We bring we bring jewelry. We bring jewelry here, man. We Tiffany's up in here. You know what I'm saying? And we Jacob the jeweler up in here. You know what I'm saying? And, and getting close and yeah, getting close and everything. That's good for people in Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? That's good for Oakland. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Kansas City. This is different. That is different here. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay is just good. Is is good some in other places? It's not good here. We win rings here. There's also there's also a problem with what House said too. We lost so much money from this pandemic. So much Absolutely. money. So so it's like, first of all, no no one's feeling sorry for you. No one. <laughs> and and the, they're gonna drop payroll. So if they sign if they re-sign DJ LeMayu, that's most likely it. If 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 the Yankees have to go into the re- this season with Garrett Cole and a bunch of guys who would be in AAA or battling for the fifth starter, I'm sorry. That's a problem. That puts so much yeah. pressure on Garrett Cole to where if he loses a start, that's not good. If he loses consecutive starts, that's a problem. So if, if, if they go into this season... And let's just assume the offense stays healthy all year. That that's that's best possible case. But if they go into with this starting rotation right now of of a star and a bunch of young talented kids, there's no way they're winning eighty plus games on that pitching because we all know Judge is gonna miss fifty games plus. We all know Stanton's missing fifty plus. Glaber is missing forty plus. Hicks is missing 30, 40 plus. It's gonna happen, man. And if we lose the guy that almost plays every single day with DJ LeMayu, how the hell are they winning the division? It, I, I can't see yeah. it. You know? The only people that think the Yankees can still do it is fanboys. And that just, it doesn't matter what the Yankees do. They're gonna win no matter what. They're gonna be good no matter oh, what. Oh, yeah. Well, they don't know. Yeah, I don't, have, I don't even I don't even talk sports with people like that. I, you know, I'm realistic. I'm realistic first. I think, I think the guy that I'm going to be looking at that I got my eye on, man, who had a a, a, a hell of a start in the postseason. I'm be looking at Jordan Montgomery to take that next step, man. Yes, I'm be looking guy. at Jordan Montgomery to take that next step. I think that, I think that 
think that he's ready. I think he's going to be a full season off of Tommy John. He's going to be coming back. And I think he's going to have a hell of a season coming up, man. I think and he's another one that uh, that really uh, his, his game was complimented by not playing with fans. You know what I'm saying? So, it was like, yeah. that pressure. I'm telling you, man, it was a lot of, a lot, a lot I like, you know, look how free Giancarlo played. No oh, yeah. fans. You know what I'm no saying? It's so, it, helped, it, helped, it helped some players. You know? And, I mean, come on, man. We're talking about the Bronx, man. We're talking about the BX. BX or B-next. You know what I'm saying? They don't <laughs> play out there. They I don't like that. You know what it is. They don't play. They don't play, man, and they want results, man. And like you, you know, and, and and I always tell people, man, when I talk about my sports teams in New York, I talk about we, I talk about us. We lost, we won, and they say, "Well, you're not playing." I said, "Well, yeah, but I buy hats, and I buy jerseys, and I buy shirts." Oh, oh I hate I when people stuff. say that. That's you so know annoying. What I'm saying? I, I buy stuff. You know what I'm saying? So fanatics sees me all the time, and you know other, other you know places where I buy my stuff that I'm not gonna plug because they ain't giving me no check. So, so you know, as long as I'm doing that, you damn right it's we and us. You're damn right. You know yeah, what, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know what's funny? Too? Absolutely. Before before Nick jumps in, see fandom fan fans for the fanatics. We buy hats. We buy tickets, we invest, we watch. So we is a part of the team. Like, where you didn't play. No, if I'm buying tickets and if I'm investing my time in watching your product and if I'm buying your merchandise, you're damn right it's we. So we lose. Because I and also too, just and just so the idiots think that it's 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 a, oh well you know you're not playing. You know how many you know how much people lost money because of we not able to go to the games. They make up fifty percent of the game. Absolutely. Without us, these athletes have to get paid by the owners. Why do you think Agreed. we provide salary? So it's we Absolutely. lose, not them. We. And second, I actually saw a tweet that's actually going to make you pretty smile. This was from Keith Smith, and it says, feeling like a new era of real in New York, not rushing to spend cap space just to spend it, getting helpful vets on cheap deals that can help the kids, eating deals and moving and moving guys along to pick up draft picks. I'm impressed with, I'm impressed with the regime. That's what we're talking about. That's exactly. the plan. Would you want to bring in 
Buck Showalter as manager and Theo Epstein as the general manager? Um, I don't know if that dynamic would work together because, as we all know, Buck Buck is old school, and I think you know, in in Michael K's world, yeah, that works. You know, Buck come in and still that discipline, be hard nosed type dude, almost like a Joe, almost like a Joe Judge type. You know what I'm saying? No nonsense. Not, not. I mean, analytical to a point, but he doesn't. You know, he's not gonna. You know, manage his team through analytics like that. You know, I think that. You know, I. I think. I don't. Man, I hate to say it, man. Uh, you know, the, the the Dusty Bakers of the world, the the Buckshow Walters, and I can't believe Tony Larusa got a job. Those are dinosaurs now, man. And the, and it, it's going towards you know so much analytically driven things that I don't. I, I, if, if you're telling me that we can bring Theo in, absolutely. But but maybe that's part of the problem, though. You know, maybe that's part of the problem because it's too analytical. So, 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 so that's that's why the White Sox brought in Tony. It's 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 just remember he won a World Series with within now ten years ago. You know, so so now. It's it's gonna be a mixture of old school, new school, where he can calm he can calm the young guys down a little bit, but he can also give them that vision of because because he he coached Pujols, he coached McGuire, you know he's he's been in the game since he was like thirty five years old, you know, so that's probably why they did it because be, because sometimes you can't have all one thing. You have to have a mixture, and most people are not like that. So that maybe maybe that's why the Yankees are failing because it's all one way. There's no yeah. 50-50. There's no balance. Yeah, there's no balance. Here's, here's here's my thing. I I would bring Theo in absolutely. If um if the Yankees choke in the postseason and the Yankees have another postseason exit, whether it's division around league championship series. Or even losing the World Series, regardless. If you don't win the chip, I, you know, clean house, fire everyone, and bring Theo and his people in, and go to work. Now, here's the thing, though. Yeah. If Theo comes in, but Theo says, "I want a piece of ownership," do you bend? Because that's what kind of Theo kind of looking for a part of ownership. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the deal. Okay. Theo Epstein, you can take it on the hills and get the hell up out of here. You are not getting no piece of nobody's ownership. You can get a hat. Do you want a hat? Do you want a dad hat? Or do you want a snapback hat? Are you kidding me? He, he got to be looking for a $60 fitted, man. I don't you know. give a damn how many curses he broke. You, know, you are not getting pieces of the New York Yankees. Sorry. You can get a hat. You can get a hat. And, then, and, and we might let you in the 21. We might let you in. Maybe. Get up out of here. You serious? But, but uh... But now I got now I gotta ask um in in the two in the I think in the 2020s I think you're starting to see the Knicks have a plan you're seeing the Giants moving in the right direction the Yankees and Mets and yeah we even talked about the Mets they got a new owner they got mm-hmm. Cohen they're you excited. know that's a exciting now that's a team if they get a Springer they get a Riamuto and they fortify their starting pitching mm-hmm. now you're talking about the Mets. Being in contention, and trust me, even though Hal Steinbrenner isn't like his dad, 
you have no idea how it's going to feel if the Mets bring a championship to New York before the Yankees do. Because I see it, remember, man. I that, see it. I see remember, it. I'm telling you, I see it. I do you remember how pissed off Hal was in 2015 when the Mets were uh, in the World Series? Oh, World? he was fuming. He, he was serious, was man. Fuming. He was like, I remember there was an article in the, in the New York Post that Hal was angry. He was livid that the Mets made to the World Series. He was livid. No matter what people think, Hal is not like his dad. Just remember, his last name is still Steinbrenner, and there's nothing Absolutely. that irritates Steinbrenner more than the Mets being successful. It irritates him. Don't get me wrong. He wants the Mets to be successful, but he doesn't want to be at the Yankees' expense. You know what? Just As Yankee fans, for this year, if it's not if, if it's not the Yankees in the World Series, every Yankee fan should want the Mets to win the World Series this year. Because here's why. Why? If the Why? Mets, and, and, and remember, this is as long as it's not involving the Yankees. But if the Mets were to win a World Series this year, that's, that's going to have to make Hal spend. Next year is the best shortstop free agent class that I think Major League Baseball has ever had at one time. You're talking the possibility of five star shortstops. Not two. Not three, but five star shortstops. Um, unless the teams re-sign them, that's the possibility. So, if the Mets were to win this year, let's say the Mets get Bauer. Let's say they get Springer. Let's say Cohen spends $206 million. Not only will every owner say, and Reinsdorf is going to say, Guys, I told you, I voted no. You guys wanted to vote yes. You let the fox in the hen house. And, and let's say the Mets win. Do you... Every day the Mets are going to own the Daily News. Every day they're going to own the Post. All you're going to hear, what are the Yankees going to do? Are they now, little brother? So, if the Mets winning doesn't make house spend, nothing will. So, I think it's good that the Mets are competitive. Because you damn well know the Yankees are not going to want to pay second fiddle to the Mets. So, so the, the more they win... The more is gonna drive the Yankees, and then how will how will spend money, and that that's where we'll get a start every position, and maybe that's what the Yankees need, because of how it is right now, it's not working. So you're talking about more of like you know the 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 Mets putting the battery in the Yankees back to kind of force a move. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's 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 the possibility going to. Then think about how how is gonna feel, right? Let's say how Steinbrenner next year offers Francisco Lindor seven years, two hundred and fifty million. But Cohen says, "Wait a minute, baby. Wait a minute. I don't know, buddy. I don't know." Eight years, two hundred and ninety million. How is Lindor gonna turn that down? Is Hal going to want to pay 10 years, $325 million to a shortstop? I don't think so. So now you just would have lost. You just would have lost a star player to the Mets. And let's go back to, let, let's go back to next year. If Cohen offers Garrett Cole 10 years, $350 million, I don't. I do not think Garrett Cole's a Yankee. Hell no. No one's turning that down. 
Do you think how do you think how would have wanted to go? Ten years, three hundred and seventy-five million dollars. I don't think so. So, so this is where this is where Cohen. If if, if Cohen wants, if Cohen wants to have a four hundred million dollar payroll, he can. That's why having this much money is a huge problem. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Hal wanted to do the nine for three twenty four. He he he, he didn't. They, they wanted eight, but yeah. but some that's, team that's, went nine. Yeah, that's a whole. I know you live in Texas, but I know where your heart resides. Now look at all 
you all look at. I'm not going to include Buffalo in this list because even though it. Oh Buffalo my God! Why would you not put Buffalo? Thing. Come on, son. That's... Because I'm talking about the the New York, the heart of New York City teams. I'm not talking about like Buffalo. Question, Trey. If 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 you can only choose one, who are you keeping? Aaron Judge or DJ LeMayu? Years old, he's six foot five. Years old, he's jacked. 
That's why they tried yeah. to get that other pick in 23 to try to move up to get Obi, but they were anticipating getting either Halliburton or getting up that, that Israeli kid. But the fact that when, when, when the Bulls took Patrick Williams, Patrick Williams that yeah. just set up everything, every domino. And when do you see a draft when they have the Knicks get the eighth pick? But the reality is exactly what the Knicks wanted. So it's exactly. we get clowned on so much by Rachel Nichols and the jump and everyone yeah. online. Like, oh, oh they, man. They don't know what they're doing. Oh, oh man. Franchise. And yeah. now listen, every, the Knicks have finally graduated from three from checkers to 3D chess. It's a chess out here. There's, there's nothing better. Absolutely. There's nothing better than when you, when you see a Maribel franchise like the Knicks, man really just put their stake in the ground and say, you know what, enough is enough, you know? And it's almost like they're listening to the fans, you know what I'm saying? Because the moves that they made, I'm going to tell you, the only move that they that they let slip through their hands I thought that they could have did is bringing in Seth Curry. I wanted Seth Curry. I'm on the record. Same. I think he's a dead-eye shooter. He shoots over 40% from the three-point line. And the fact that Philly got both of my guards, shout-out to my man Buddha from the Bronx, because Buddha is a big Sixer fan. And he got both the cards that I wanted. He got Seth Curry and he got Tyler Smack. So that's going to be a problem out there in Philly. But, you know, I like what we got. I, I would be I would be a lot more negative if we didn't get anything that I felt that wasn't a, a key piece to making us look better in the future. Every move so far, man, I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling it. All right, Trey, thank you so much for coming on. As always, it's always a blast. Man, Hey, I love, you know, I love talking to y'all, talking with y'all, man, communicating with y'all, man. I just want to say, man, I hope y'all have a happy Thanksgiving, man, and y'all get to enjoy y'all family. I know it's different, you know what I'm saying, but we're going to get through it, you know what I'm saying, in, in the manner that only New Yorkers can do, man. So y'all stay, y'all stay vigilant out there, man, and, and stay doing the right thing, man, and, and, and stay focused and stay safe out there. Yes, sir, you too. Thank you so much. All right, man, we'll talk soon. Yes, sir. All right, take care, man.